Welcome back to Seven Days Alcohol Free. This is day four. I'm your host, Debbie Maisner, registered nurse, health coach, and alcohol-free badass. You are at the halfway point. Well, it depends on if your glass is half empty or half full. So I'm going to say half full, like you're kind of over the halfway point. So that's fantastic. All right. So today we're taking back happy hour and we're getting more tips for those cravings. All right. So what is happening in your body? Right now, most of the physical symptoms of alcohol withdrawal are gone. And I know that in that first Getting Started episode, we talked about some of the dangers of alcohol withdrawal. If you were to have any of those, you would have had them by day three, typically. So that is good news for you. Okay, so today we're taking back happy hour. And I'm going to give you some more useful tips to battle cravings. Cravings are sneaky little monsters, but they're temporary, which is great. So this is kind of like riding the waves of cravings, uh, but also having some fun. So let's start with happy hour, which is fun. I did have a client of mine who I, I do have happy hour as the title of one of my my days in our 30-day alcohol-a-day uh, group that I do online. And she was really triggered by it. Like she couldn't believe that I would put happy hour in an email about quitting drinking uh, because for her, that just signified drinking alcohol. Uh, but for me, I what I think is it's not really the drink we crave for happy hour. It's that break at the end of the day that signals we're done with hard stuff. And now it's time for fun stuff. It's time to laugh with our friends, to commiserate with our coworkers. And so there's no need to get rid of happy hour. Just keep it and then remove the alcohol. So remember, we're creatures of habit. We get so stuck in our routines, we don't even realize we're doing them anymore. So for example, you're off work, you drive home, you go right to the fridge, you grab a beer or you pour yourself a glass of wine and that's become part of your routine. And that can be difficult to break. So one of the things you can do is keep your routine but lose the alcohol. So keep that routine, come home, go to the fridge, but grab a different drink. Maybe even get a non-alcohol beer or a non-alcohol wine or you can make yourself a fancy mocktail. You can even pour it in a wine glass. So you're still doing the same routine but you're taking out the alcohol. And for some people, this is extremely effective. I know for myself, um, I became a connoisseur of alcohol-free beer, which there are some decent ones out there. There's Athletic Brewing, um, Wellbeing Brewing, I think is another one. Um, And then there's also the usual O'Doul's, which is honestly, I mean, I guess... (laughs) I would never drink a beer like Odul's anyway. Uh, There's like a Heineken Zero. There's the Coors alcohol-free option. They're all pretty like skunky, I think. But they do look like beer and they taste like beer, but they're alcohol-free. So for me, super effective, super helpful. I still felt like I was having an adult drink. I was... Still coming home and I was going to the fridge, but I was getting my alcohol-free beer and it just felt like something 
It was just a good way to transition. And I would never, ever have a six pack of alcohol free beer. You just like it doesn't happen. Like you can have one and you're like, okay, that's good. Or if you are out like at a social happy hour, order a mocktail, order a virgin drink, challenge your bartender, challenge your friends. You know, they're they're making some pretty interesting drinks. I will say for some people, like um, the client of mine, it's triggering for them. So if it's triggering for you, don't do it. But if it's something that you would find helpful, try it. It's fantastic. So that is my little spiel on alcohol-free drinks. I do have some fancy mocktails on my website. I'll, I'll put that link in our show notes, but it's alcoholtippingpoint.com slash mocktails. And that has some fun recipes for you to try out. Let's talk about cravings and some tools to help you surf those craving waves. So one is distracting yourself. When you feel that craving, when you feel like you need a drink, uh, go ahead, distract yourself. Play a game on your phone. Look at a website. Call a friend. Clean or organize a room. Listen to music. Uh, Just do something different. It helps for some people to just remove themselves from that environment. So if you're always in your house cooking and you have a craving around dinner time, get takeout. You know, you're just doing seven days here. This is day four. So you don't even have to cook dinner all seven days. You're saving money from not drinking. You could do takeout. Why not? I did have someone who for her first I can't remember how long. I want to say it was more than a month, but she didn't cook dinner at all. Her husband, who must be a saint, cooked dinner every night because she just needed to remove herself from that environment. Uh, So that is an option. Another option for you is to put your body in charge. So get out of your head, get into your body. So you can run up and down the stairs. You can do something physical. And it doesn't even have to be much. You could do some jumping jacks, splash ice cold water on your face, clap your hands really fast and loud. Um, If you're inside, go outside. If you're sitting, get up and walk around. I've even heard like go change your clothes. Just kind of get out of that state that you're in, that physical state. And then just remember, feelings like cravings are temporary. They're not going to last. Every feeling is temporary doesn't matter if it's joy or sadness. It's all temporary. So it will pass. So you you can change some of your thoughts to, you know, if, you, if the thought that you're having is, if I'm having a craving, the only thing I can do to make it go away is drink. Change it to, I don't need to drink to make this craving go away. The moment I decide that I'm definitely not giving into it, the craving will start to shrink. And as soon as I fully turn my attention to something else, I won't be thinking about it at all. Fuck you, craving. Let me really get badass here. You could also change this thought. This craving will just get worse until I'm pulling out my hair, so I may as well say fuck it and give in now. Change that to cravings don't get worse and worse. Even if I do nothing, the craving will start to go away on its own once my attention is turned elsewhere. At worst, this craving is mildly uncomfortable, especially compared to other pain I've experienced in my life. I can do hard shit. And you can. I know you can. And, and lastly, another statement you can change, a thought that's going on in your head. 
you can change, I have no willpower against cravings. Change that to, I can ride out cravings without giving in. And there's things I can do to make them go away faster. I've survived cravings many times before, and I know I can keep doing it. Besides, I feel like a badass when I do. So those are just some tips to change your thinking about cravings. All right, day four. I hope you found this helpful. Just for today, practice not drinking. I will see you tomorrow for day five. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Alcohol Tipping Point. I'm always here for you guys, so please feel free to reach out and talk to me on Instagram at Alcohol Tipping Point and check out my website, alcoholtippingpoint.com. Again, I hope you can use these tips we talked about for the rest of your week. And until then, see you next time.